Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Let me read from Acts chapter 4, 33, one more time. This is the main text of the teaching regarding the great grace of God. And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And great grace was upon them all. We learned from the previous session that the grace of God can increase, can grow to the fullness. We learn that the grace of God is very important to our life. And the last lesson that we learned was that the grace of God came when the presence of God shows up. When God shows up, the tangible presence of God is there with us. Then the grace will be there for us. That is the difference or distinction between the unbelievers and the believers. We as believers, we have the presence of God. The grace is upon our life. For the unbelievers, they don't have the presence of God. They did not invite Jesus to come into their life. And the grace of God has to come by His mercy that God shows up to try to save them first. Exodus chapter 33 verse 14 The Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. When Moses and the children of Israel were going out of Egypt in order to enter the promised land, at one time, the children of Israel were rebellious. They make the golden calf image. The Lord was very upset with them. The Lord said, I will send you to the promised land with an angel but I will not go with you. Then Moses said that if I found favor with you, you need to come with us. The presence of God needs to come with us in order to receive the grace and the favor from God. And eventually the Lord said, okay, I will go with you and I will give you rest. The presence of God bring rest to our life, bring peace to our life. I love the presence of God because when the presence of God shows up, we have joy, we have peace, we have grace, we have all things that we need because His presence comes with everything that we need. I always mention that when Pastor Da show up, everything about her shows up too. Her character, her smile, her love, her graciousness, and even her credit card and her checkbook. When she shows up, everything comes up with her. Amen? The same thing with God. When God shows up, His checkbook comes as well. His power comes as well. The Bible says that there is no peace for the wicked. The Bible says good understanding gains favor, but the way of the unfaithful is hard. If we are faithful servant of God, we love Him. 
we live a righteous life. We depend on the blood of Jesus to live a righteous life. The presence of God is with us, so things will go easier. We can rest. We can have peace. God will give us perfect peace when our mind stays on Him. Now we're going to look at the Bible. How the grace of God impacts us more today. In Acts chapter 20, verse 32, I just review a little bit from the last sermon. Acts 20, 32. So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of His grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Everyone say, the word of His grace. Romans chapter 10, verses 8 to 9. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. These two scriptures talk about the word of his grace. And number two, the word of faith. God's word brings grace to us. God's word brings faith to us. What does it take to take all of us out of a small fishbowl or out of the little dream that we have in this life and enter into the big vision that God wants to do on this earth? Instead of living day by day for our garden, for our little, little refrigerator at home. But we can enter into the big vision of God called the Great Commission. And the answer is grace and faith. In order to participate in the Great Commission, we need to have faith and we need to have the grace of God. Because of the grace and the faith, we can be a part of the army of God. God can get us out of the bench and then start to run the race together. We can join the army. We can join the team to fulfill the great vision of God from heaven. It's so sad that many Christians on earth just live day by day for their paycheck, for their garden, for their little car that they drive each day. They would never even participate in the great commission of God. They never join the team. They just go to church on Sunday one hour and go home and wait for the next Sunday. That's why we need faith and grace. The church needs to preach the word because the word will give people more faith and give people more faith in order to get out of the bench and participate in the great commission. We need the grace of God. In order to understand, to see, to receive, and to embrace the Great Commission, to understand the big vision of God, we need the grace of God to believe that we can be a part of it. We need the grace of God in order to believe that God can provide all the things that we need to be involved in the Great Commission. We need the grace of God and the power of God to step out to participate in the big vision of God. I believe that God wants every Christian to be a part of the Great Commission, to be a part of the 
great vision of heaven. We need the grace of God to have the understanding and the knowledge of God's will for our life, so that we will not just live day by day. Quesera, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. Just live day by day, waiting to go to heaven, and has nothing to do in this life. Just live for the world, but not for the kingdom of God. We need the word of His grace to come in to build us up. So that we can receive the inheritance that God has for us, and that grace that comes by hearing the word of God can help us to be able to participate in the vision of of God, enable us to be able to run the race to the end, and the grace of God will get us ready for the next level. I participate in the Great Commission by starting the small church in Seattle. Many years ago, in the, in the basement of my house, and God keep giving me more grace, and eventually the church get bigger, and eventually we get involved in the nations in missionary work, in producing teaching to send out into the YouTube and website. We begin to impact the world little by little. The grace of God will give you the supernatural opportunity and ability. To be able to get involved in the great vision of God, the grace of God come by hearing the word of God, Amen. And then the grace of God gives us faith. When we hear the word, we can understand and embrace the vision. We start to get excited and say that I'm not going to sit around and just live day by day working for my income, but I'm going to participate in the vision that God has for this. Lost and dying world. The grace of God through the Word of God will give us more faith to be able to get the job done for Him. We need both grace and faith to be able to get on board to go on. One day when we go to heaven, we will not be sad that we just live on earth day by day, no rewards in heaven because we just live selfishly for ourselves, but we never participate in saving soul, making disciple. Reaching out to the whole world, to our city and people around us, Amen. We need that grace. I want to encourage all of you to be this kind of Christians. Always stay in the Word. When you get into the car, don't just waste your time driving and listen to rap music or nice music. But you listen to the Word of God. You listen to the Word of God because the Word of God will come in and really bring grace and faith into your own life. This is my lifestyles for more than 31 years now. Since I was a new believer, I remember when I was a new believer, I went to a local church in Bangkok. I was saved in Thailand, and I went to the. At that time, we don't have CD or MP3. We have tapes. I went there, and their tape library is this thick. The paper about 15 pages, lists of tape, and I told the lady who took care. Of the tape library, sister, I want every single tape here. How much? At that time, I have to pay twenty bahts, or about equal to one dollar a tape at that generation. I bought every single tape of that church, and they're still in my garage today. I need to clean it up because it's old now. You can go to my home now and look in my garage. All those tapes still in my garage. All the big cabinet. I listen to all of them 
each one of them I listen many many times, and that's why I am full of the grace of God because I receive the word of His grace. I understand and I know and I grab the idea of God, receive the vision from God, and live a supernatural life because I am. Uh, the kind of person that I love the word of God. I want to listen to the word of God. Amen. And the word of God builds us faith to see what God has prepared for us and embrace, build us up to be stronger, to be able to do what God called us to do. Psalm chapter seventy-eight, verse forty-one. Yes, again and again, they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. This scripture talk about the children of Israel, who had no understanding of the vision of God. God called them out from Egypt. God has a big vision. Wanted them to take the promised land. God wanted them to be blessed in the land flowing with milk and honey. God wanted them to really have victory, but they were people of unbelief. They were people of fear. They kept complaining when they saw the big giant in the land. They saw the big wall. They say, "No way, we could get in. Let's go back to Egypt." And unfortunately, they were wandering around in the desert, and eventually, that generation passed away without stepping into the promised land. That's what happened to that generation. And unfortunately, many Christians around the world today. Are acting that way, they are living in unbelief, fear, never see the big vision of God, never understand inheritance that they have. This is live day by day, waiting to go, die to go to heaven. They never participated in the big commission, in the great commission. They do not have the vision. They could not understand and embrace the vision because they are too lazy to listen to the word of God. They don't receive the word of God, which is the word of God's grace, and it's the word of faith. When you listen, you get into your heart, get the word of God into your heart. It build grace on the inside of you, build faith to be able to grab a hold of the inheritance that God has for them, grab a hold of the vision that God has for them, and understand the calling for their life, and run the race with Jesus to the end. The Bible says, "Faith come by hearing, and hearing of the word of God." The Bible says that when we hear the word, the word of His grace will even bring more opportunities, more abilities, and anointing, and help and support from God. That's why God's people need to be the people of the word. Always get into the word of God to build faith, to also increase the grace of God in our life. Let me read one more time: the word of His grace. Which is able to build you up. Everyone say, build you up, and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. The word of His grace, which will bring grace, will build you up. What is the inheritance? The inheritance is every good thing that pertains to life and godliness, and every spiritual blessing. That God has for you in the heavenly places: protection, wisdom, joy, prosperity, healing, resources—all the good things that you have in this life. 
This inheritance was purchased or was bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. He has it for us, but unfortunately, many Christians don't even know their inheritance. They just live in poverty. I'm not talking about financial poverty. They're living in spiritual poverty. They don't know what belongs to them, and when they know about it, they cannot grab a hold. They cannot get the inheritance. But thank God for His Word. The author of the book called the Bible is living inside you. He can guide you to read the Word of God, to show you the truth in the Bible. And when you grab a hold of the Word, then the grace that comes from the Word will build your vision to understand. Oh, I have more than to sit day by day, sitting day by day. I have more things that God has for me. Has a big vision to get involved with, and then the word of His grace will build us faith and strength to be able to rise up and appropriate and lay hold of what God has for us. Everyone say grace. grace. Everyone say strength. Grace. Everyone say vision. vision. Everyone say faith. faith. We need the vision. To be excited, Christian. If we just live day by day, we just get bored. We need a vision, and the vision must be as big as God's vision. Is that right? I admit to you, I'm so excited today to live a Christian life because I have a big vision to reach out to the nations. I have a big vision to see more people saved, and not only that, I receive the grace of God and the faith of God through the Word that I can believe that I can do it. Not only that, the word of God gives me strength to be able to rise up to get involved in the great commission as well. When we receive the strength from the word and from His grace, we will not be weak and spineless Christians any longer. We can be strong. And when the devil throw a temptation to us, we just look at the temptation and say, "Bye bye. You cannot get me." When the devil talk to us, you say. Get behind me! Get out of here! I'm not gonna follow your words. I'm gonna do what God's will say. I will stand firm with the vision of God. I will not back down. I will not back off from the purpose of God in my life. I will follow the vision and the will of God in my life. I'm gonna embrace God's vision. I'm gonna run the race with faith. I'm gonna fight. The good fight of the faith to the end, and I will have the crown of glory and the crown of righteousness on my head when I meet Jesus on that day. I will say yes to God and will say no to the devil. I will say yes to the vision of God and say no to hell. I will say yes to Jesus and say no to sin, because the strength of God is on me by His grace. How many people want to live? Uh, A Christian life that is so strong, like that. How many people want to be soldier who know how to use the sword of the spirit? You know how to fight the battle. We need the grace of God. We need to have faith. Amen. Amen. Psalm chapter five, verses eleven to twelve. But let all those who rejoice, who put their trust in you, let them ever shout for joy. Everyone say joy. Because you defend them, let those also who love your name be joyful in you. This is only one verse, 
Only one verse talk about rejoice, joy, and joyful in one verse. Verse 12, for you, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. Everyone say favor. favor. Again, I mentioned that the original Greek and Hebrew language, the same root word translate into either grace or favor. With favor, you will surround him as with a shield. Faith is rejoicing. Doubt despairs. Doubt is sad. If you want to be joyful Christians, you need to be Christians who have a lot of faith. Trust in God. If you come to me and you say, I have so much faith. I could not sleep last night. I'm so anxious. I'm so worried. I cry all the time. I'm not going to believe it, that you have faith. Because people who have faith will laugh. We laugh at the devil. People who have faith will always smile. Because if you are sad, it means you expect bad things to happen. Is that right? But if you have faith, you expect good things to happen. Even though the surrounding situation is so bad, it's so hopeless, but you still smile. Because you trust in your God. You know your God can rescue you, restore you, help you. And you're going to come out okay anyway, no matter what happened around you. Then you can smile. You can rejoice. You can sing for joy to the Lord. Because you are the people of faith. That's why I want our members to have a lot of faith. Because I want you to be happy people. In your home, going to be full of laughter and joy and singing. You are not depressed anymore. You are not anxious anymore. You are not expecting bad outcome. You are expecting good outcome from the Lord. Amen. When you have doubt, you walk in unbelief, the devil is going to push on you, put the cap on you. You are going to be depressed. You are going to sleep well. It's not good to live like that. It's more wonderful to live in faith. Walk by faith. Be joyful. Be happy. Amen? Amen. Don't let the TV, don't let the world tell you how to live, how to walk, how to talk. Let the Bible tell you how to live, how to talk, and how to walk. What does the Bible say? Rejoice those who trust in the Lord. Can we trust in the Lord? How can we trust in the Lord? How can we have more faith? We need to listen to the word of His grace. And the word of faith that is in your mouth and in your heart. We need to keep building faith. Amen? As years go by, I see more and more the importance of faith. And now I understand why so many preachers in America preach the, verse, the message of faith. In the past, I kind of think, wow, these people are crazy, talk about faith all the time. And now I understand why they talk about faith, because faith is so important. If you have faith, you can shake the mountain. You can call things from heaven to happen on earth here. We need to have faith. Amen? And we can rejoice. The Bible says that His grace or His favor can surround us 360 degrees as with a shield. Everyone say, God's grace is like a shield. Have you ever watched movie? That the airplane hit something and cannot get into another place. Hit the shield. 
Have you watched today the all the computerized movie? The plane cannot hit into some place because there is a shield that you don't see with your own eyes. This is what happening, real happening, with the children of Israel. Genesis chapter forty-seven, verse twenty-seven. So Israel dwelled in the land of Egypt, in the country of Goshen, and they had possessions there and grew and multiplied exceedingly. After Joseph became the prime minister, the presence of God or the favor of God was with the children of Israel in the land called Goshen. Genesis chapter fifty, verse eight. As well as the house of Joseph, his brothers and his father's house, only their little ones and their flocks and their herds, they left in the land of Goshen. Exodus chapter eight, verse twenty-two. And in that day, listen carefully. This is what the Lord say: I will set apart the land of Goshen, in which my people dwell, that no swarm of flies shall be there, in order that You may know that I am the Lord in the midst of the land. What does it mean here? If we say it simply, "Hey, guy, my presence is at the land of Goshen with my people. That land has my favor, my presence, my grace." And that land has a special shield, has a special protection that even swarms of fly cannot get in. You see the picture now? Okay, Exodus chapter nine, verse twenty-six. Only in the land of Goshen, where the children of Israel were, there was no hail. What happened here? Before the children of Israel went out of Egypt. God sent many, many plagues into the land of Egypt. The land of Egypt was dark and black. When the plagues swept through the land, the animals, the livestock, and the people of Egypt died. They faced destruction. But when the plague came next to the land of Goshen. It bows off, could not hit, bows off, because the shield of favor, the protection. You look so excited. I'm so excited about this. You look like really bows off. I would say hallelujah. As for me, <laughs> I notice you look like the shield bows protect me. I'm so excited that the shield of grace. Everything gonna hit us. Just bows off. How many people live in the land of Goshen today? How many people live in the grace zone? The land of grace, the land of the presence of God, the land of the grace of God. Amen. We need to get excited because we have faith. I have faith in what the word could say. Amen. When we have the presence of God. That's why many people misunderstand me. Why I lay hand a lot? Why we bring presence of God to touch people's life? Because I love you. I want the presence of God to be thick in your life. Because when you have to, you have the presence of God. What happened? The plagues that sent 
by the enemy. Bows off. You have the shield of protection around you. He cannot hit you. And that's what happened with Job in Job chapter one, verses nine to ten. God gives special grace to Job because he was a man who feared God. So Satan answered the Lord and said, "Does Job fear God for nothing? Listen carefully. Have you, you mean God, not made a hitch around him, 360 degree on top, below, around, in the back, in the front, on the side?" Around his household. That's why I want to be a husband, a father who fear God, because I want the hedge of protection or the shield of grace to be around my wife, Pastor Da, around Tanida, Joy, Paul, and Joseya, and Nora, and Brendan. I want my family to have that hedge of protection around them and around all that he has on. Every side, everyone say every side, right, left, front, back, top, below. The shield of protection. You like that? Protection. The shield of grace. You have blessed the work of His hands, and His possession have increased in the land. Let me read King James version from Psalm five twelve. For Thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. Will Thou? Compassed him as with a shield. NIV say, "For surely, O Lord, you bless the righteous; you surround them with your favor as with a shield." When you have the grace of God or the presence of God, you have the shield of God. The arrow of the enemy hit the shield. The protection cannot hit you. Amen. Amen. Other people get into car accident. You get protected. The car accident could not happen to you because you have the shield of God's favor. Amen. Amen. The grace of God is not a fantasy. It's not like Mickey Mouse. The grace of God is not a fiction. The grace of God is not an imagination. The grace of God is real. And when you have the grace of God, you shall have the vision of God. You have the presence of God. You have the strength from God. You have the faith of God, and you can live a victorious life. Look at Psalm 16, verse 11. You will show me. The path of life. You remember Moses say, "Show me your way. Go with me. Your presence need to go with us to the promised land. In your presence is fullness of joy, and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore." When you have the presence of God or the grace of God, you will not only have peace and protection. You also have joy. You have direction from God. God will direct you where to go, what to do, how to perform surgery, how you should talk to your kids, how you should talk to your boss. He can direct you, show you the path of life, how you can relate to your leaders, how you relate to your followers. Everything. 
You need to live in that presence. You need to live in the grace of God. What is more important is not your geographical location. It's not about living in Seattle or in Phoenix or in Thailand or in Taipei. What is most important for you is where you live spiritually. Do you live in the spiritual coaching? Do you live in the grace zone of God? Do you live in the presence of God? Wherever you go, you live in that bubble of the presence of God, the shield of God, the guidance of God. Everywhere you go, the grace of God is around you. How many people want to live that way? It doesn't matter where you live geographically, but you live inside the land of the favor of God. Amen? Hallelujah. Psalm chapter 30, verses 5 to 6. For his anger, I love this scripture. Psalm 30, verses 5 to 6. For his anger is but for a moment. Can God get angry? Yes. God can get angry for a moment. God say you can get angry, but do not sin. And don't let the sun go down with your wrath. So we can get angry too, but do not sin. God can get angry, but his favor or his grace is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Now, in my prosperity, I say it, I shall never move. Brother and sister, we may face some disappointment. Sometimes we shed our tears, we cry, we face some bad situation, but that will last only one night. If we live in the grace of God, the next morning, the joy come back. The joy is with the presence of God. Amen? Anytime I start to get discouraged about the ministry or about certain things in my life, I may kind of get worried for a couple of minutes and then I say, no, 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 no. I'm going to come out from this night time. I'm going to come in the morning now. And I start to laugh. <laughs> I start to stir up the file of God on the inside of me. I start to stir up the presence of God on the inside of me. Stir up the file of God. And I begin to laugh. In the presence of God, there's fullness of joy. And then all those problems become just so small to me now. And God just changed the situation around by His grace. Amen? Should we live that way? Sorrow only remains in the evening, at night. But next morning, the joy come back. Psalm 30 verse 7 the Bible continues to say, Lord, by your favor. Everyone say favor. favor. When we have the grace of God, the favor of God, we have ability, opportunities. We embrace the big vision. We have strength. We have faith to rise up, to grab a hold of the inheritance. We become strong Christians. With the grace of God, we have the shield of protection. Now, with the grace of God, next what? Your favor, you have made my mountains stand strong. You hit your face and I was troubled. Look at NIV. NIV say, 
For his anger lasts only for a moment, but his favor or his grace lasts a lifetime. Weeping may remain for a night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. When I felt secure, I said, "I will never be shaken." O oh Lord, you favored me. Everyone, point to yourself. You favor me. Everyone say, "You grace me." You grace me. You made my mountain stand firm, but when you hit your face, I was dismayed. When God show His favor upon you, you will be like a mountain. Amen. Everyone, stamp your feet. You will be like a mountain. Amen. Amen. Everyone, put your chest up. Mountain, stand strong. You are not walking like this. You are not crying like a baby. Amen. You are not easily discouraged. No matter what happened around you, you still smile with your chest up, your chin up. Not prideful though. This is a humility because we depend on the grace of God. And when the wind come, stop. Everyone, do this. Stop. Hallelujah. The wave and the storm cannot hit you. You have the strength of God. You are like the big mountain. That nothing can shake you. Nothing can stop you from running your race. Amen. That's why we need the grace of God. So today we learn. I conclude now. The grace of God, the word of His grace, and the word of faith, give us supernatural ability to see, to understand, to receive, and to embrace the big vision of God, so that we can get out from our little fish bowl. Or our little bench, and run the race with the army of God. Hallelujah. The grace of God give us strength and faith to be able to rise up to receive everything that belongs to us from heaven, the inheritance, so that we can fulfill the vision of God and get rewards in heaven. While we are running the race and fight the warfare. The grace of God encompasses us, around us, and we are living in the land of spiritual Goshen. And when the bullet of the enemy try to hit us, it just bows off because we have the shield of protection. Amen. And with the grace of God, the devil will send hundred demons who come, and we are still like karate man. We stand still and we kick all those demons out. And we still stand like a mountain, and we don't fall down, because we have the grace of God. We are very strong, like mountain. Nothing can threaten us. Amen. We can say no to the devil, and we say yes to God every single day. Everyone say, "More grace, please. More grace. More presence of God." Amen. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I really like to encourage you to listen to this series of teaching many, many times. Do you know why? Because, in fact, I'm this kind of teacher. I'm not the kind of just keep talking nonsense. Every single sentence I make in this teaching, in the teaching, 
every single sentence, if you grab it and you meditate on it, you're gonna get something. You need to listen to the sermon, not just to be like a, a soothing sound so that you can sleep with the Thai accent. Sometimes people use Thai accent to sleep at night. Just soothing sound so you can sleep well. No, you listen. <laughs> you listen to every single sentence because every single sentence is the truth that the Lord gave to me in this teaching. Very important. You grab a hold of it. You practice it. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that we can learn regarding the grace and the favor of God from the scriptures. Thank you, Lord, that we can be the type of Christians who can participate in the Great Commission. We can have faith, strength. We can have the favor of God. We believe, Lord, your grace is our shield of protection. Your grace make us strong like the mountain. Your grace make us live in the zone of grace, the zone of favor. We want to live in that zone, please, Lord. We want to be in the protection of God all the days of our life, Lord. As you could protect the children of Israel in the land of Goshen, you can protect us as well, Lord. We love you, Father. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If you don't know Jesus yet, I'd like to encourage you to invite Jesus to come into your heart today. Just follow my prayer quickly. Amen. How many people want to have Jesus in your heart? Raise your hand up. Jesus in your heart. Pray with me. Father in heaven, I repent of my sin. Thank you, Lord, for sending Jesus, your son, to die on the cross, to pay for my sin. Lord Jesus, come into my life right now. Become my God and my Savior. I will follow you on this day forward. Thank you, Lord. Give me more and more grace each day. I need your grace. I need your presence, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.